Welcome to episode 14 of Coding Rehab. How you doing, Amir? Doing good. What about you? Glad to be I'm back good. recording. Me too. It's been some time, uh, but I think we got a, a good runway here for these next couple episodes. So um, we want to talk about something uh, I would say that's uh, become an important theme in our lives, and that is alignment. Um, so how would you describe alignment in the software engineering um, world, Amir? Uh, I think that alignment is first the, the need that you can uh, identify when you realize that everybody that works with you, either in your team and or outside your team, they're not on the same page with you. Right. And uh, the, the, the word kind of says that already, but first is that need that you say, there's something that it's wrong. And uh, I, I like it to, 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 to be better. And then comes the part, what can you do for that to, to improve? What can you do in, in order to make sure that every day you, you know that you have uh, what you need to work and everybody agrees on that? And then there are going to be changes, but you know where they're going to happen. You don't know what the change is, but you know that you have certain times and certain meetings already scheduled for let that happen. And I think that's a way more uh, sane kind of way to work. Right. Yeah, I, uh, I definitely agree with everything you just said. Um, I think that it's, in a way, it's, it's a different, you know, when you, when you lead a team, you, you, you have a real clear way or it's easier to manage your team because you have a good relationship with them. There's kind of this built in, uh, expectation. Um, oftentimes it becomes hard to manage other people and manage outwardly because, you know, they don't, aren't necessarily have the same goals as you. And alignment has seemed to be a way that, that you can set expectations and you can manage expectations for other people. You can give other people some indication of what you're doing. And I, I would say one clear way of battle, a uh, way that you can determine that you have bad alignment is if you come into work every day or every other day um, and you have a new problem that you didn't predict, would you say that's fair, a fair indication? Totally. And uh, I, I think, uh, let me know if that's what you're thinking too. Uh, I, I think everybody has new problems every day, but not that we have to work on them. Right. Right. Not that uh, it, what you, we want to try to avoid is to get new problems. And on top of it, suddenly you need to start uh, running with them and, and, and drop what you were doing because there's something more important. That's right. Yeah, I, I, exactly. No, you explained it better than I did. Uh, when you're switching context all the time and you, you have a lot of unforeseen things that you ha you need to work on instead of working on, you know, one or two things that you had planned um, until it's finished. So, um, and, and alignment is a, a good way for you to enable people to help you achieve your goals while also giving them a way of 
creating problems or issues or feature requests for other things, um, but just not right now. That's right. So I think, you know, we talked about this, you know, uh, earlier uh, where we said, you know, what really does this mean to us? And uh, you had mentioned that it starts with your team. So how do you start to align your team before you uh, project alignment to other people? I think that a, a big part of alignment is to be transparent about what you're doing and what you're working on. And uh, for me and my team, what I found that works best is to use a, a Kanban board that shows what everybody is working on and what projects are we working on. Right. So that way, there, there's always this transparency in terms of um, everybody can tell what other team member is working on. Everybody can tell what are the projects that we are working on. Everybody can finish a feature and say, okay, I'm going to grab the next and just keep going. There's no doubts when there's a bottleneck. There's no doubts when a project needs help and Everybody needs to jump in. I think that is one of the first steps that I would take. Uh, if a team doesn't have it, I would say, okay, from, from now on, this is the first thing that we do and, and work with them about uh, Kanban and uh, how it works, what does it mean, the, the idea of capacity. I think all, all that is uh, kind of the, the first stone that you need to set in order to keep building. Right. I agree. And, and a, a lot of it is because you just are a part of it is you need a process whereby you can judge new feature requests and new requests, right? You need something that keeps track of, you know, your state and uh, give you kind of a rubric to judge future uh, um, problems or issues against. So, um, you know, th this kind of shifts to not just your team, but to your peers or even upper management. And uh, as you get bigger and bigger, it also becomes a little more difficult. I think when, you know, you have a team of three to six, um, a lot of these problems don't become huge problems uh, with alignment. But as you get bigger, you kind of, you can definitely see the value for having this process. And totally. I, I I love Kanban. I love, I love being able to demonstrate to people and uh, that time and space exists and that we have to manage in, in given uh, a fixed amount of hours in the day. That's right. Um, so we, we both looked at uh, a video. I think you recommended it to me by Simon Sinek, where he talked about agile at scale. Mm -hmm. And uh, he talked about kind of taking your Kanban boards and, um, scaling them up to a bet board. A bet board is where you take, you know, all of your projects and you look at them as, as kind of one feature or one bet that your team is going to um, work on or a bet your team is going to take for the next three to six weeks. And when you kind of look at all of your projects from that higher view, it gives you, um, it gives you a helpful way to manage your roadmap and also to project your roadmap to other people. Yeah, and, and, and it keeps this idea of being transparent because once that, that you have it with your team, 
uh, it's great that you push kind of the, the, the same concept to everybody else. And I remember the first time that, that you and I, we put uh, this bedboard outside on a, on a window so everybody could see. The, the effect was uh, immediate. And, and I was completely surprised how a little, you know, post-it, big post-it with some sticky notes on it could change so much the the perception and seeing people coming to that window to say ah this is what you're working on right and 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 I couldn't believe it that that even without explaining that here without uh, having our first uh, alignment meeting the the already uh, other partners and people interested in us uh, working on on features will come and say oh I see that you posted this and I understand that this is what you're working on. Is that correct? I don't see my stuff. And they were already interested and willing to participate. And uh, I thought that that such small investing give already a, a great reward from, from day one. Right. And almost if, if you got no other benefit, you've saved yourself 30 minutes a day just answering, when's this going to be done? <laughs> you know, just because you've transparently shown your status and about how far along you are on certain features and when releases are going to be. Yeah. Well, we, we just need like a small sign that says, look at the board. Right. Um, I think the final evolution of, of the alignment uh, um, process for us was, you know, we had, we used Kanban with amongst our team and then we transparently posted these bet boards, which are kind of a bird's eye view of all our projects. But the third part was where we we posted and we publicly held alignment meetings. Why do you think that's important? Why having those meetings? Why does that matter, Amir? I I think that that first is the idea that uh, we saying we're willing to to change what we're doing. Uh, we're not uh, trying to to obstinate. And say no, no. We need to finish stuff. We'll change as much as is needed, but we'll change with this schedule. Right. And the first thing we did is to give a schedule for partners and managers and even our own team to say, okay, this day we're going to meet and we're going to discuss what are we working on and what's coming and what even may come later. And by putting structure. There, it was already um, a great way to, to answer the question, I need a new feature, what should I do? How can I ask for this? There's a new project. So we say, okay, we'll talk about that. And then uh, we put the date. And once the, the date was there, maybe the first meeting we didn't have many people there, but uh, um, after the second, the third, uh, more people knew about it, and it was great to see them come to the meeting and be able to to participate and to discuss and and even try to challenge each other why priorities were that way. Right. And yeah. also, if, if you're lucky that higher management will attend the meeting as well, then uh, everybody can argue. And, and say, no, my project is more important or, or you have capacity for three, I want one of them to be mine. And, 
And and I right. think that that's gold right there. Uh, I agree. And in in a weird way, you're giving everybody who has interest in in asking your development team for something full context of all requests that you get. You know, you see this you see this problem where uh, other people who approach you, they don't have the full visibility into all the stresses or all the deadlines or all the things that you've been asked. And so they may have a kind of misinformation for how they judge your, your development work or why you're saying no for certain things. But when everyone's there together and can um, complain <laughs> to each other or hear, hear each other's kind of request, they get a better context which is fantastic. Yeah. And, and I think oh. you, you touch on, on something that that is very interesting, that this idea of saying no. Right. That um, many uh, project manager trainings, that they talk about it. And uh, to be honest, I think that alignment is the easiest way to implement a kind of interchange of ideas where you never say no. Right. You just say, sure, let's put it on the board. And then you yep. say, uh, sure, let's discuss what this should come next and not after. And it's always there. Right. And it's, you it's start a very mixing that with capacity. It's very easy to, to show a formula that you say, can you do this project? Well, I don't know. Let's check. Can we? Do we need right. to keep doing what we're doing or not? If the answer is yes, then clearly we cannot do it now, but we do it later. And and I think that uh, a kind of easy logic is so natural when, when you look at the board and there's more people, then, then it's much, much easier to, to always incorporate new features and new projects. It's just a matter of when you plan for them. Totally. It's a very fair and judicious way to say yes or no to people or to plan your roadmap because you're, you're letting them influence your roadmap and vote for certain things. And I always say influence because in the end, you're the one who's making the decisions. But you know, from, from a product standpoint, you're hearing from all your customers. And I think it's really nice for them to see when you have them regularly that they know that Okay, maybe they didn't win this battle for a feature, but they're going to come back in a month and uh, uh, have an opportunity to do it again. Totally. And uh, I, I have a question for you. I, I, I get this question often, and uh, I, I want to know first what you think. Um, what do you do when, though you do alignment and whatever you do, you still get somebody dropping uh every day at at your desk and saying, okay, we need to change. We need to do something else. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's always a limit, but I think this is where, this is why you have a process so that you can refer back to it. Um, there will always be urgent issues that will make you change, but at least with alignment, you have given that person more responsibility and more um, more understanding for the request that they're asking you to make. So for context to make sure I understand you clearly, say we do alignment. Uh, 
Mm. And my boss's boss's boss approaches me and says, this needs to happen tomorrow. There's at, there's always going to be times where that's true, but at least you understand the full weight of doing that. And at least, you know, who's all affected and at least, you know, who's working on those features. And at least you can say, look, we are going to push this back. Um, so outside of that scenario, uh, where it's just a novelty or maybe it's not as important, um, I always would refer back to the process, which is the alignment process. Come back our next alignment meeting and make this case again. And I agree. I think it's the best safety net that you can have. Absolutely. It will always catch uh, you when you're falling and it will have your back. And right. uh, you can always show why thing, uh, whatever you get asked, why, why this new project has such an impact. Right. And and also one of the, the things that I, I always say is that um you can do as much as you can and and in the in the sense that you can put all these tools together, but that doesn't no it's not going to make everybody change like overnight. Right. This is a long process. Yep. That other teams they get used to it and managers they get used to it and uh, crazy stuff is going to happen and unfortunately we cannot stop that and uh, if, if I think in most cases everybody will uh, respect what you're doing because you're yep. showing them in a very very again transparent way what's going on and you're just saying no we cannot do these two things at the same time we just need to put a priority to it and I, I think that a very high percentage of people you're going to work with, they're going to understand that. They may yes. forget the next day, but they're going to understand. It. Yes. And, and habits, we have to create habits almost, you know, habits die hard. Yeah. At the same time, when you, when you manage outwardly through alignment, you create habits too. Meaning long-term, if you think of processes like these long-term, uh, they work out in, in the long tail. And so you have to be uh, persistent and in a way stubborn uh, to keep moving forward with these things. I, I like stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> it's the engineering way. It is. Uh, unfortunately, it is because uh, I, I don't, I didn't count. I wish I, I would have how many times we answer is on the board. Do you want to yeah. look at it together or, or stuff like that? And mm -hmm. there is a kick okay, in you change. Okay, let's go to the board and, and see. I know how many times we did that. And yep. the funny thing is that when, when you see uh, somebody, some of your partners already take that for themselves, that they ask the question and answer themselves and they say, yeah, I realize it's not on the board, but I was right. wondering if it could be next. So I was wondering <laughs> if, if, if it could be Like we don't participate anymore and, and they, they just – talking to each other and changing things. I think that that's the, the perfect scenario. Great. Well, awesome. I think we both agree. Uh, alignment, you know, to recap, uh, it's something that you have to, you know, manage first with your team. You have to create a process of capacity. We do that through Kanban. And then you have to do it in a transparent way that you can manage your peers or uh, anyone near you or who you interface with. Yeah, and then right. regularly scheduled 
public meetings where you let your customers and stakeholders help influence your roadmap and vote against it uh, are things that we've found are very important and, and help us develop and stay stay uh, stay on our deadlines and, and meet them. Well, great. I think that's it for alignment. Sounds good. <laughs>